1: everybody, you're listening to another brand new episode of Music Sucks with me, your host, Eddie Aaron Hirster. and this week, I'm super excited about this one, my guests today are Bill Block and Alex Warren from the band 4-5-Dive, they are an emo, pop-punk, indie rock band, whatever you want to call them, they're from uh, Green Bay, Wisconsin, uh, we, on this episode, we talk about the multiple early incarnations of the group, the making of their album, Our Whole Life Will Be a Duet, which is a really awesome album, Uh, Speaking of awesome things, we talk about their upcoming acoustic split with the band Shmulio, and so much more. Before we get to it, if you like what you hear, go ahead and subscribe to the Zima Podcasting Network. That is where you'll find neat podcasts such as Time to Adapt, Chuckle's 5-Minute Reviews, and the newly named The Graham Zima Show literally living the dream just under a different name but don't worry grab we won't break that secret um to listen to these and to subscribe to the network be sure to go to spreaker also make sure you tap those like and follow buttons on facebook twitter and instagram uh you can subscribe to the youtube channel to listen to clips and other short full episodes and subscribe to itunes as well to listen to full episodes on there just search a podcasting network so without further ado sit back turn this up to 11 and enjoy my chat with bill and alex from 45 five dive all right, you guys are listening to Music Sucks. I'm sitting here with two of the five members of Four Five Dive. How are you guys doing?
0: Ah!
2: I'm doing good.
1: <laughs> so why don't we go ahead and introduce you guys' name and the role of the band, starting with you. Good, sir.
2: Yeah, uh, my name is Bill. I'm the singer and the lyricist. Okay.
0: And I'm Alex. I sing and play bass guitar. All right.
1: And uh, we are, again, at Collectivo. Uh, thank you guys so much for coming down here. I know you guys had a travel down here, being from Green Bay, so... Uh, this is going to be a lot of fun. Before we get to the interview, I like to start every episode with uh, some lightning round questions. It'll be this or that type questions. Uh, feel free to elaborate if you guys so choose. Are you ready? All right. So we'll go with Bill and then Alex. So morning or night?
2: Night. Night.
1: Uh, Marvel or DC?
2: Uh, neither. You're
1: not the first person to say that. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, Marvel because it's Spider-Man. Okay, cool. Uh, what's the best concert you guys ever attended? <laughs>
2: Slipknot and Shadows Fall.
1: What year? Give me a year.
2: Oh, uh it was 2006 or 7 something. Like that. It was when they were touring uh Subliminal versus Volume. Oh, so versus,
1: you yeah. saw them with Paul and Joey yes. in the band.
2: Yes. Damn, lucky. All right. Uh, Alex. Reliant K in Milwaukee
0: okay. 2010. Sure. All right.
1: Uh PlayStation, Xbox or Nintendo?
2: PC? Okay. I, just, I should uh, just start adding that to
1: the. I, I don't have that in the question. I should start adding that. Yeah, People keep saying it on here.
2: I just got.
0: Um, I just picked up my Switch, so I've been like glued to that.
1: Okay, okay. For sure. Uh, if you guys could be in any other band, what band would it be and what would you play? I know, these are tough questions.
3: No, it's not
2: tough. <laughs> um,
0: I'd like to replace Matt Skiba in Blink. Oh, <laughs> God damn it.
2: Um. Not- I would I would like to replace Matt Skiba and Blink. You're not, I think, yeah. Are you guys
1: not California fans? Uh, not
2: particularly. No. No. I like Alkaline Trios. Okay, sure. You know, keep your chocolate out
0: of my peanut butter though, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Alright.
1: Um, is there a song you guys wish you wrote?
2: Um probably well uh, oh, god that that's a really tough question. Yeah. Um uh, I would probably say uh, I can't even remember the name of the song, the, the Say Anything one. Uh, shit, nothing makes sense, Okay. So I will think about it. I can't for the life of me remember the name of I'm one. not
1: a giant Say Anything fan, but I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, All yeah. right.
2: Oh, um, All right. The Feudal, that's it. Okay, ah, there no, you go, there you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah.
0: My, uh, my first reaction to that, I guess, is, like, I wish I could write as, as good as Bill, because I write for, like, another project, <laughs> so, like, I wish Bill's songs were the songs that I wrote, because, damn... <laughs>
1: that's a good answer I don't think anyone's had an answer like that before Um, some shorter questions driver or passenger
0: driver I don't drive so fast (laughs) you don't drive okay
1: Uh, dog or cat
0: cat neither really neither I have mice oh okay sure (laughs) I rescued I rescued both of my mice one of them was in my house and I caught it in a cup full of peanut butter So uh, as as you do. Yeah, his name is Peanut Butter Cup, and then I rescued Uh the other one from my work in a garbage can, so its name is Trash Can. Oh wow! Okay,
1: cool. Um, Candy or chocolate?
0: Chocolate. Neither. I don't like sweets. What's wrong? (laughs) Salty stuff. Um, Nuts, crackers. Okay, fair.
1: Um, Air drums or air guitar?
0: Oh, air guitar. Air drums constantly. Okay. Uh,
1: Tent or cabin?
2: Cabin. Cabin. All right.
1: Uh, Stage or studio?
2: Stage. Oh my God, stage. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> definitely studio.
0: All right. <laughs> I, I, I'm the like I own the four or five dive studio,
2: so that's the um, right. That's where
1: yeah, we'll we'll get to that in a little bit then. Uh, so guys, favorite TV show.
2: Uh, right now, Preacher. Okay. Yeah. The last Airbender. Nice. I love so
1: much. Nice. Um, it's the last song you guys listened to on the way over here.
0: Tessa, what was it? <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: Their friend Tessa's. Looking it up. Um, it was... Okay.
0: Miley by Swimmer. Uh, yeah, Miley by Swimmer.
1: Oh, nice. Excellent choice. Um, Cheez-Its or Goldfish?
0: Goldfish. Okay. Cheez-Its. Okay. Goldfish are like for when you're a vegetarian, but you're still in it for the kill.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I've never heard that description before. Okay. With,
0: like living butterhead lettuce. Same thing. When you're a vegetarian, but you still want a cow's own
1: yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fair. Um, favorite social media platform?
2: Uh, I'm old. I don't really social. Media, uh, my MySpace. It's on MySpace all the way. Fair.
1: Meverse. What is Meverse?
2: It was the old social media platform for the for the Wii U. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I should have known by the name. Uh, what's your guys' favorite food?
2: A pizza. Okay. <laughs> just, just stereotypical
0: <laughs> oh <my God>. answer. <laughs> yeah
1: um pizza ramen cereal
2: dick, dick yeah.
1: um <laughs> uh cd vinyl or mp3 uh
2: mp3 I- i'm all digital fully lossless audio codec what's
1: that <laughs> flack flack nice mp3s in this all yeah, right on. fair fair uh speaking of which what's the first album you guys remember buying or receiving
2: Uh, Never mind, Nirvana. I was, I was like four or five years old and uh, I just remember my dad got it. And then I think it was just a good solid year of me going, put on the baby CD. (laughs) Um, Nice. Yeah. That was like my favorite, favorite album when I was younger. All right, cool.
3: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Rylan K. K. Okay. (laughs)
1: Uh, And finally, do you guys have a favorite new band?
0: Ooh. Like um, just starting out? I like to
1: go like, uh, last five years and it can be anything like yeah just st- starting out local, regional, touring anything like that
2: uh, there's this band that I have been obsessed with oh okay it's kind of like 50 50s these two that I've been listening to a lot Jank uh, okay. and Sincere Engineer have been kind of my I've heard of Sincere Engineer my, my two favorite like okay. to- cool mm-hmm. Alex I'm really excited about
0: uh, schmulio they're really good and they're just like they've been starting out in Madison like their sound is going to be so good when it gets like perfected but there was there was another one I was thinking of
1: why oh, I can't? I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we'll just really we'll talk about them later. Um, and that concludes
2: the lightning round. Do you guys feel good? Yeah. Yeah. I feel great. All right, so let's jump into the interview.
1: Tell me, where are you guys from?
2: Uh, I'm originally from Marinette, Wisconsin, okay. um, and that's kind of where Four or Five Dives started out and everything. And uh. then uh, everyone went to Green Bay for college, and I literally just moved there a month ago. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> All right.
0: Alex? Uh, I'm from originally over, like, by Eau Claire area, and all I've right. kind of moved around the whole state all my life, but right now I'm currently residing in, like, Appleton area. Okay,
1: for sure. And um, before we get into how the band started, tell me how long have you guys have been playing uh, music, like, on your own, or any bands before 4 or
2: 5 Dive? Yeah, I've, since middle school, I'm old. Um, <laughs> I've been playing music for about 12 or 13 years now. Okay. Like, with bands and stuff. Sure. Was guitar your first instrument? Yes. Uh, I I would probably say my voice was my first instrument. I was going to say yeah. Okay. Um, Like, I I started taking vocal lessons when I was really little and kind of just kept up with that my whole life. And then I got a guitar and played it really badly. And I never really learned anything until... I see. I still kind of play as good as I did when I first got it. So (laughs) yeah, he's not lying. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Alex, Um, I've been playing yeah since like middle school. I even like been recording since middle school. I used to record uh, like really shitty demos for bands that I wasn't even in yet on audacity and stuff, and just like record songs first and then be like anybody anybody want to be in this band that i'm gonna make in the future right so i've been i've been playing
1: band in bands for like since ever sure and you mentioned um you mentioned that you run the the four or five die studio how long have you been recording oh like just
0: in general yeah yeah like eighth grade
1: eighth grade yeah okay what's that been like
0: um i've learned a lot like it started out like i said just on audacity but then i got um Studio One is honestly like the greatest program I've ever used for okay, recording. Sure, and I've even like upped like the six hundred dollars for the professional version or whatever, and it's super nice, super easy. I I love recording. I think I like it more than playing out. Honestly. Oh really?
1: Yeah. Okay. Sure. Um, and so I guess we'll jump into the four or five dive stuff. How did the the initial lineup get started, or how did four or five dive oh start?
3: Boy. Well, because
1: uh, <laughs> Alex, you're not originally in the band right well, yeah. but now i mean you are now but like yeah. beforehand well, we'll get to the album in a little bit your your first album but you like helped record that before yep. joining
0: before, like officially joining yeah we were, he they had approached me well actually i approached them first because i wanted to i was looking for artists to expand my portfolio for like recording engineer and so i got a hold of them and then they got hold of me back and you guys wanted to do six songs and then we were in the process of recording those six songs, and then Bill was like, yeah, we don't have a bass player. You want to, like, you want to do this? And I'm like, <laughs> okay, yeah, sure. sure. So then we started, we kind of, like, put the, the EP on hold while I was getting caught up on the songs and all the older music, like, their back catalog and stuff like that. And a lot of those songs were really good, and I liked them a lot. Okay. So we started playing out, and I was like, you know, you should redo some of these because the quality on them is not, like, you know, doing the songs justice. I think the songs are better than... Their recorded versions. So we ended up picking five songs from previous 4 or 5 Dive CDE okay. and redoing them and making a full 11 track album out of that. And okay. then we ended up, everything that we did for the first six songs, we redid it again. Alright, sure. So yeah, it was a really long process. Yeah.
1: Right, yeah. So how did the, going back to the original question. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. uh,
2: how do we start off? Well, um, airplane. Um, sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, 4 or 5 Dive started out as a ska band. Uh, Really? (laughs) Really. Wow. All right, Uh, sure. Like, uh, the one song on our album, uh, Pen to Page, has an entire brass section written for it that we never used. It was, was like, less than Jake style, so not a lot of the actual ska beat, but just more straight punk with... Just (laughs) horns, yeah. Uh (laughs) Wow. I didn't even know that. Why didn't Um, we we use that? Well, (laughs) so the whole story is uh, I wanted to start a ska band, and I got friends together who were in, like, previous music acts with me. I sure. think it was, like, Sam Wargala and Adam... No, I remember Sam. Yeah, and that was kind of the first, um... the first quote lineup. It wasn't even called 4-5-Dive at that point. Okay. And then they both ditched me. Uh, <laughs> um, and... They'll oh, we'll come out. back to hunt you. Oh, yeah. One came back to haunt me. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> then I, I... Sorry, it's a long story. I mean, because we've been technically as to, like together as a band since 2011 okay, so sure. yeah so th- this band has been uh, been kicking around for a while so then i met spencer uh, who was a drummer for mine in a really bad emo hardcore band that i was in you know, like ah, 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 kind of right. stuff um and i approached him i was like hey i need a drummer help me and he had a friend uh named brady Kamichek. and the three of us started as four five dive okay. uh, from that point on and like we were writing and looking for a brass section and uh, could never find anyone to play the brass instruments, so that aspect of the band just kind of like, sure, eh, we, we don't know. need it. <laughs> um, and then from that point, the lineup changed basically yearly. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we, uh, we've gone through a lot of different members, and I think this is the leaf blower. <laughs> everything today everything today uh, this current lineup I think is the longest, the longest lasting brand. we've had so far I, I'm trying to remember how long Brady and Nick were in the or, sorry um, Brant and Nick Brant and Nick yeah. were in the band for because it was uh, them quitting was kind of what got him in the band oh sure okay. so right um but yeah, I don't know. This band—it's—it's it's hard to keep track of because it's just been all over the place, like stylistically right, yeah. and um, everything. Like we're—we're we're working on some, some, like a lot of new, new music now, and it is just completely different than what we started out as sure, because. Yeah. You know, the, the first three songs we played were like hardcore punk, you know, like na 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 and like yelling. Um, <laughs> right. And it's just kind of slowly evolved as time went on to be more uh, hipster indie bullshit. Yeah, something yeah. like that. It's <laughs>
0: so, like interesting enough um, with that too is now we have Adam, who he mentioned was like in the original, like, Right. ska build of 4-5 <laughs> okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So <laughs> him and I played together in a band called City of Sky. We started in, like, I think. 2010 through 2012, we played a couple shows and stuff like that. We got us like CD and everything, and then he ended up moving to Indiana because he were, got a job at Sweetwater. Okay. And then we were looking for another guitar player for Four or Five Dive, so Bill could, so, so Bill, Bill could just sing because he does a lot better. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He's be bad at guitar. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh man, you gotta, you know, just, my friend is moving back to Indiana. He's moving to Green Bay. You know, you gotta check out Adam. We gotta get him in the band. And Bill's like, oh yeah, you know, I know that guy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So yeah, that's how he came to be uh,
1: the five and four or five dive Okay, sure. Um, and I guess you brought up new music, but we'll go back uh, a little bit to. Well, you have one album out called "Our Whole Life" will be a duet. Um, and Alex, you touched on the like, rec- I guess, kind of the recording and writing process a little more. Uh, and you said that the, some of the songs were like, old like songs. old songs. Yeah. Uh, so what? was the initial writing of those songs like in in comparison to these new redone versions that are on the album because if you got if you hadn't told me like i wouldn't have guessed that some of those songs were like old you know i yeah. don't know if you
0: can even find the old ones anywhere
1: L- i think they I might was gonna say you guys don't have any other releases before this right
2: uh no we had there the, we had releases after we did this album and like basically it was like it was kind of like a reboot for the band. Okay, Because sure. it, like, it went from just, you know, me, Corey, and Spencer being the only ones left from the original, you know, five yeah. or six of us or whatever. And uh, we weren't exactly sure what direction we were going to take and what we were going to do from there. And so we ended up essentially wiping the slate clean. Like, we deleted almost our entire digital profile. Oh, wow. Yeah. All we kept was our Facebook because um, so, we didn't want to lose the, like, 200 Facebook fans we right. had. Um, and uh, I think there you can still find uh, some of the songs from our first release, which was uh, A No Hope. It was called, like, we did, like, the whole, like... Star Wars right. like we yeah. kind of re- recreated the the cover from Star Wars for the album cover yeah and yeah, that's um, hilarious honestly <laughs> I, that cover's funny um you can find a couple of those songs on our YouTube channel like some of like basically anything we re-recorded we ditched the old version okay, so sure. like anything that we had videos or recordings out of the original like the, the music we didn't retouch up is still out there Alright, so, like, on, on YouTube. And I think sound, SoundCloud might have the whole album. Yeah, it might. It, it was, oh, like, okay, 15 sure. songs. Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yep. That's nuts.
3: <laughs> and well, it was, it was yeah. really,
0: like, spread around in a lot of different genres, too. So when, like, we were talking about which songs that we wanted to, like, cultivate and, like, yeah. pick for the, like, actual re-recordings, we picked a lot of, like, the, the ones that were, like, staple pop-punk. So, like, right. all of the songs that sound more pop-punk on the album mm-hmm. are definitely from the first one, and like, all of the the weirder songs like duet and hollywood yeah and songs like that what else
2: uh what?
0: Eh, friends Trainwreck, stuff yeah. like that
1: Th- those are like the new recorded songs. okay sure that was gonna be my next question like other than i guess you said pen to page had like a scott yeah. <laughs> arrangement <laughs> i was gonna ask what other like re-recorded stuff was, it was
0: pen to page fuck yeah fuck no snow
2: Oh, God. Yeah. You think heroin addicts? Yeah. yeah. Heroin addicts, uh... addicts and fucking Mike. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure.
1: Yeah. um So, what was it like um writing the newer stuff in correlation with uh, some of this re recorded stuff? Because, like you said, you went back and redid the stuff and you had, you know, multiple genre I don't know if identity crisis is the best <laughs> phrase for it, but you kind of did. You had, like, you've bounced around genres a little. The back and forth so how did you land on the genre that you guys like stuck to for the record uh
2: i would argue we never have and probably never will i mean right. like <laughs> our, our sound is all over the place sure um and, but i kind of like that a little bit yeah. like uh basically our writing principle is instrumentally and, and arrangement wise do whatever we feel like and as long as uh I kind of maintain my my writing voice and my like my vocal style yeah. it will all kind of mesh together in a, yeah. in a okay way like like i try to keep my writing and my singing consistent throughout whatever style or genre we want to dabble in and play yeah. with sure mm-hmm. and, okay and
1: alex you recorded the well um how long has like the studio been around um i
0: I started getting stuff together in, like, 2013. I started buying all of my, like, professional gear and stuff like that. Any other bands
1: before 4 or 5 Die that you recorded? Um,
0: I did, like I said, I played in City of Sky, and I did um, that entire album myself. Like, I recorded all the parts myself, Okay. which was fun. I had, it was like a revolving door of members that nobody stayed. Right. So that was like, that was like my baby that I didn't want to let die until right. joining 4 or 5 Dive. But, right. Um no, it's been City of Sky and then 4 or 5 Dive. I worked a little bit with... I mixed the um, the acoustic EP that we're working on, which has okay, four sure. Shmulio songs on it. Yeah. And um, I might be working with a band called Bud later this
3: year. All right. Recording them.
1: Sure. Um, kind of going back to the... Before we jump into the split that you guys are doing, going back to the album, did you play bass on the album before, or did you like join after they were done recording the record?
0: No, we recorded it all. We recorded the whole thing at my
1: at my apartment. Okay, so you played bass on he, the... He,
2: he joined while we were recording. Okay, sure, yeah. yeah. Uh, ba- and we offered him to join the band because we didn't want to pay him. So... Uh, <laughs> they're like, yeah, we're going to
0: pay you. We're going to pay you. Of course we are. Because I, I was like, you know, I'll do it for free. I just want to expand my portfolio. And right. they're like, no, of course we're going to pay you. And then I joined the band and they didn't pay me.
1: He's <laughs> like, we'll pay you with membership. Yeah. Uh,
3: the <laughs> ultimate exclusive Yeah. Uh,
1: and as mentioned a couple times already, you guys are... You guys have... A, an acoustic split coming out yes, with please. a band you mentioned earlier, uh, shmulio Oh, what's that? You're reaching in your backpack. We have brought
0: for
1: you this little little oh, little stop it. Guys, Alex, you didn't have and to.
3: Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs>
1: this was not planned. I didn't know about this. I'm going to listen to the whole thing when i get back home thank you alex thank you guys so much so i guess kind of jumping into the topic of the album how'd you got how did the idea of well not only a split or an acoustic release but like the idea of doing both how did that come about and like why shmulio and all that
0: shmulio is great we love them so much (laughs) we've been kind of like bouncing between like friend bands like we had off key that we played with a lot for a while and they were like our buddy band and then okay we played a lot with Yearless and we we love those shout guys. out oh, yeah shout out to Yearless, yearless. <laughs> oh my
2: god i like I, I i know they had like they're like uh, kind of out of commission for the summer i think like one of their members is uh, in europe yeah nick's in europe right, Nixon europe
1: right now christian from Stalgic has been filling in for them though and he's doing a killer job oh, is he? yes yeah. we played with them at our last show back in april and christian did a double set cuz Stal- Stalgic played yeah. and right before them yearless played so he was probably Tucker out, and he did the same thing at the bottom of the lake release show. Actually, no, he yeah, cause did. Actually, yeah, because so he did a three-time, he did a three-band gig that night. and uh, Man, I
2: don't know. I
1: have nothing but good know. things to say about all those guys. So yeah. Yeah, no,
2: they're great, and like, I, it's just one of those things. Like, I'd like to play a lot more shows with them. But I know. Yeah.
0: We're, we're we're busy
2: bees. A lot yeah, that's of time. true. Yeah.
0: What was the original? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <Shmuelo>. <laughs> so Schmuelio, so, Schmuelio. We we met them. We played with them at a show in Madison. It was like their first show. Yeah. And then. We went out to eat afterwards, and those guys are just so nice. Dan and Dan. They have two Dans. Okay, sure. But Dan Schmuel and uh, Dan Carlson, the nicest guys I think I've ever met in another band, and we love them so much. So, like, Dan brought up the idea. Dan Schmuel brought up the idea of doing a split, and we were already talking about doing an acoustic recording, but we want to do, like, a live session. Okay, sure, yeah. So we we didn't end up doing that, though, and we are like... And he was like, well, we're working on acoustic stuff, so... Let's just mash the two ideas together and make an acoustic split. Okay. So we did that.
1: Cool. And um, as far as you have – well, you guys each have four songs. Three of them are from the album, and then you guys have a new one, <laughs> yeah. as Bill is laughing. Uh, why? So I guess the obvious question, why a part two to, to the song Daisy? Which uh, is a beautiful – I listened to the, the – because the acoustic version of, of part two is up right now, and I was I listened to that on my way over here, and I was like – Oh wow! I actually wasn't expecting. No offense, I wasn't expecting to like like it as much as I liked the first one, but it's it's good. So yeah.
2: Well, uh, actually, uh, having a part two was always my intention. Oh really? Uh, okay. Because uh, kind of my, my my mission as a writer is showing like. The icky, complicated parts of a relationship. Like sure. I really want to explore yeah. human relationship, and it, n- n- nothing ever is a happy ending, and nothing ever is as easy as like you know they kiss and credit roll. Then the credits roll. Yeah. And what I wrote Daisy, the first part with the intention, you know, it's this really hope-filled song. It's almost like stereotypical and mm. in, in a way of like the Let's Run Away Together and be in love. Kinda, like, Skip this punk. town. Yeah. Get away from my hometown. And I always intended to come back and round out the story with the reality. You know, like a, a punch okay, of like, sure. you know, nothing nothing works like that. You don't just run away and be happy for the rest of your life. Right, yeah. And uh, so that was kind of my intentions with Daisy Part 2. Sure.
0: Yeah, I remember you bringing me up when we were doing, bringing up to me, we were doing the recording of Duet. You were like, I got this idea. I want to go in here. I want to go in your bathroom. And I want to like set up my phone and just have <laughs> an acoustic guitar. And I want to play this this soft like continuation of daisy i don't have it all finished yet and we were like really on a time crunch when recording that too so it's just something we didn't end up doing and then he brought it up because we were were working on new new music that isn't this split and he brought it up about like you know recording it for that and it was just going to be him and an acoustic guitar and he showed me all the parts and it was like finished and everything and i was like you know what like we're already doing an acoustic release anyway. This should be put on here so that like the two can coexist together. So you okay, have the, yeah. the you acoustic, have acoustic version of, of Daisy of, yeah. on that split that runs right into Daisy Part oh, Two. That's why you have them. Like, yeah, they're right next, they're to, right next player, to each okay. other on the track listing, so you can get the like kind of the
1: full story. Okay, sure. Um, and going back to well, speak. Of, yeah, you have um, it's the first part of Daisy's on there. Uh, My Friends Are Better Than Your Friends is up there. Bester. My Friends Are better. Than Your Sorry. <laughs> Forgot the grammar. Uh, so My Friends Are Bester Than Your Friends. And then the title track to your album. Uh, was it hard to choose songs to redo like for this? And how was that? What was that process uh,
2: like? Arguing. There was a bit a <laughs> of oh, <really? was> <laughs> oh, arguing. Yeah.
3: Nah,
1: not that much. <laughs>
2: no. uh, I really... Uh, <laughs> see, I was pushing really hard to do an acoustic version of either... Uh, Heroin, or, uh, Like Hollywood. Okay. He wanted sure, to uh, like, a really, really hard song, but, like, do it acoustic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I think those are, like, the two-close, I would say, to, like, classic hardcore... Yeah, sure. ...on our album, and I, I was like, how great would it be to take that and make it really pretty, but the the effort and work involved in that was a little bit... Yeah. Not that we didn't put effort and work into the other ones, <laughs> yeah. no, because yeah, yeah, yeah. there are, like, there's,
0: like arrangement changes in all of the songs. So like there's some parts where we change the lyrics, we cut some sections out, extended some sections. Sure. Like it's it definitely feels different than the original recordings of the of those three songs. Which I think was part of the why we picked those ones cuz like those are the ones we kind of have the most leeway as far as sure, flexibility yeah. and stuff like that and right. the, the parts were easiest to arrange. Not easiest but I like I definitely to see work the, I
1: can see the title track being a very good acoustic. I was listening to the album on my way down here which is really <laughs> it's a good album if you haven't if y'all haven't listened to it, you're fucking up. Um, <laughs> but it's a. But I was listening to some stuff, and I knew that you guys were having an acoustic EP coming out, and I and it got to because the, the title tracks at the end of the record, and it was just like, oh yeah, I could definitely see this being an acoustic version, as with you know a couple other songs. So,
0: and I think we kind of checked the doing a hardcore song as an acoustic with like with putting duet on there because the beginning of, beginning of that song is so heavy. Yeah, and it was. I think that was the one we decided on because it does slow down into that really slow section and then back up into the screaming section and then back down to the slow section. So it was really easy to translate some of the song to acoustic and then work on the arrangements for the other parts of the heavier parts. Cool, yeah. Uh,
1: So one of the recurring topics, well, the recurring topic on the podcast is I like to talk about the scene that we have here in uh, Milwaukee or the Midwest, or in your case, Green Bay. You guys are not the first Green Bay band to come up here. I think Nostalgic was the first Green Bay band. Um, and and you guys have been. What's that? They beat us to That's it. That's true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I, 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 I'm not sure which. I think you guys, I, given the multiple lineup changes throughout the years, and uh, you guys are under the name Four Five Dive right now. You guys have been in the scene for a little bit longer than they have. I guess I just like to start off the a little bit. A little bit, yeah. Um, <laughs> I just like to. I just like to start off this section by saying, uh, give me your guys' thoughts on the scene that we have in wisconsin and i guess just spitball it from there because you guys have i you know y'all have been in bands before this one yeah so any like past experience or like i uh
2: anything? yeah i have a lot of opinions on like the scene okay. and, and where it's going like i'm gonna try and keep this brief as brief as i can uh, all right because i've been knee deep in the wisconsin music scene since the early 2000s sure. you know like okay. uh my my first band was a metal band called kill for the fame uh, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Dahmer quote. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. <Dang. laughs> Edgy. Uh, right. Oh, dude. Oh, we were so, like, <laughs> oh, so hardcore. Right, yeah. You know, little high schoolers jumping around being like,
3: mm. I eat, I drink blood, and
2: kill you. You know, just like black metal nonsense, right. yeah. Um, <laughs> ah, no. It was, <laughs> it was terrible. It was terrible. I, I, so I did not do first. that. Yeah. Yeah. That wasn't me. Um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I think... From then till now, uh, like, because I basically got to watch the Wisconsin scene through the recession. Oh, yeah, I
1: was going to say, like, you, considering you just mentioned the early 2000s, there has been, and, like, I've only been in this scene for, like, a couple of years, but I, I know from, like, you know, history lessons that there's been waves oh, yeah. of oh, this yeah. scene, so.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, it's, 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 a, it's rough a little bit, like, because going from my experiences throughout this whole time is, this is the heart, like in four or five dive now. Like this is on one of probably like the second hardest time I've ever had booking shows and, and getting Ryan's venues right? on board, and also getting paid. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like we like kill for the fame. We used to make you know as like once more playing all original music. We used to you know come away with shows come away from shows for like you know you know three four hundred bucks a night at least. Wow. Yeah 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 yeah. And uh, as venues shut down and as everything as slots got more yeah. competitive, you know. Bands have to undercut each other to start getting to the point where now you know we're lucky if right, we yeah. make gas right, money. Yeah. Or, I also like <laughs> to
1: bring up the age range too with venues too. You know mm-hmm. the whole twenty one plus thing. So
2: oh, and that's that's the thing. Like so many all ages places have closed Close. all over. I mean, like for instance, my favorite city to play in used to be uh, Stevens Point, and I think they have one venue left okay, now. Like they sure. used to have like two or three great all ages places to play. Sure, and it's just that section of the music scene is just gone. And I think there's a lot of really great work being done with like basement venues popping up, and I think that like I'm optimistic for the future of where we're at. Yeah. But the last like oh god five six years have been rough. <laughs> um, when Four Five Dive first started, especially in our you know, what, what was our hometown at the time, Marinette, we were the only band. Right like the only band yeah. trying to play shows still uh from our area and our even like our little bumfuck nowhere town had like like a thriving music scene yeah. when i was in high school and uh just dead yeah just yeah, dead
1: right yeah
0: yeah i'm i'm like you said i'm excited for the future of the music scene because there's been so many new bands and it's becoming like as we have this weird uh like age Decline and then Re-upbringing I guess Because like In the eras where it was like Feasible to do a band Like all these kids Are in high school And they see their Like their heroes Are out there doing it Like touring and stuff like that In like the mid 2000s And stuff like that It was very doable And then I I feel like 20 Like 2009 To like 2014 people like started moving out of their parents house getting jobs so like the music scene died in those years and now that everybody is like stable people are able to funnel money back into being in a band again yeah i think it's definitely part of part of that is the reason which is so interesting to see now because there's so many new bands popping up
2: yeah like i mean uh there's that uh band the nosebleeds i think they're called nosebleeds yep shout out yeah (laughs)
1: <laughs> they're popping right now. Their album's
2: really good. Oh, I know. I've been listening to it. I haven't... I haven't... Man, it's, it's, it's weird because I haven't been living in Green Bay because I, I was living like an hour, hour and a half north. Yeah. So I haven't really been able to make it to a lot of their shows yet mm-hmm. even though I'm technically part of the Green Bay scene. Yeah. Um, But no, I'm really hoping to start getting out to see them because that album is nuts. But the reason I bring them up is they're an example of like what he's talking about. Like, There's this huge age gap now between yeah. oh, oh, a lot of bands yeah. and a lot of... Uh, like. I am twenty-seven. <laughs> there right. oh, it comes. Yeah, like you've been trying to hide. You've been trying to hide. are yeah. like, oh, I'm twenty-five
0: until I'm thirty-five, and now, <laughs> and now, on air, you're gonna drop that you're twenty-seven. Mm-hmm. He just yeah. had his birthday. This is a good story. I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut you for a second. To, say, to be this- fair, if you look, if you're friends with Bill on Facebook, you know. But yeah, but we won't tell anybody that. You know? <laughs> he had this um, amazing party he was throwing for his house because they just moved into their new house, and then we're at the party and people people are showing up and bringing like $40 worth of beer and then leaving
2: it was was the funniest thing they show
0: up you know crack like one open and drink and be like oh you know it's it's good nice to see you got moved into your place I'm gonna take off bye and so we had (laughs) so much beer. and then I think at like 11pm one of his roommates goes hey it's your birthday tomorrow isn't it (laughs) Bill this motherfucker throws himself a surprise birthday party without knowing it. He surprised himself because he forgot his birthday was tomorrow.
1: So we're having a party for Bill's
0: birthday, and we don't even know uh, it. That's, that's my story about Bill's birthday.
1: That's really funny, actually. Um, I guess kind of... Uh, we, we touched on the Green Bay scene a little bit, and I know that you guys are like... Well, the 4-5 dive entity as we know it is like a newer entity, so like, have you guys... Um, bef- like before you know the whole album came out did you guys what were your guys' thoughts on the green bay scene when you first like joined did you pay attention to it before you guys moved to or before you guys were based in green bay like give me your thoughts on that
2: uh well green uh from where we were uh in in, uh, Marinette, menominee green bay was like the next biggest city so that was like always our target you know we're always trying to get uh shows there. We played at uh, the college a lot. Uh, well, not a lot, but as much as we could get All there. GB? Yeah, oh, UWGB. Uh, sure. they, they've, they've got a really great stage in there, actually. Alright, okay, um, sure. And, uh... Yeah, we, we played as many shows there as we could, and, uh... At the time, though, like, it was right when I was talking about, like, probably the darkest period of the scene, you know, that, like, 20... 20, 20, 20 2009, 2009 to, like, 2014, 2014. period, and... I just couldn't find any bands to book with ever. You, sure, you know, you know yeah. what I mean? Especially in that area of, of the state, um, and so we didn't end up playing a lot of shows outside of Marinette because I just had friends who had spaces they would let me use. Wow, you know, so yeah. like there was a lot of in, in that period of the band there was a lot of basement shows, and I think there's like an art gallery we'd play at all the time, kind of sure, yeah. stuff like that. The lighthouse, no. <laughs> Man, the lighthouse was great. Uh, there was like this Christian youth rec center. <laughs> Uh, where we grew up, and the owner was an asshole, but every once in a while he'd be like, uh, just, as long as you let me come on stage and play a few, like, uh... Um- <laughs> he,
0: he would go in the middle of all these, like, hardcore band sets and play, like, a worship set on a guitar.
3: Wow. And,
2: yeah.
0: like, Dang. everybody would talk over him, and he would just, like, stop in the middle of the song, but keep playing guitar, and he'd be like, guys, guys, can you listen up? Can you, can you stop talking, please? Uh, <laughs> he it was I mean, so
2: funny. He, and he was a nice enough guy, but, you know, I, yeah, I don't know. It was, it, was a, it was a weird, it was a weird time, um to be playing music uh, like uh, it was a weird venue to be playing at cause like yeah. yeah it was like hardcore bands at this Christian youth center and I think at one point we had uh that one from Green Bay uh they're gonna no uh, that's gonna kill me yeah I won't, I won't be able to remember their name but they they showed up to this Christian rec center with like a severed cow head because uh, their dad I know oh, what or, you're talking about yeah but I don't remember what their name is <clears throat> it's killing me uh but, yeah, they showed up to the Trish Rack Center with, like, a severed cowhead because their dad worked on a farm or something and, like, right. was, like, yeah. spl- like flinging around, splashing blood on everyone. Uh, yeah, we got we got
1: Apologies you. to the vegetarian and vegan listeners <laughs> of the podcast. <laughs>
2: it's yeah. like, in the real world. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, but once more, like, oh, Lord, that, granted, that was, like, the era where it was, like, oh, dark, edgy, like, we're going to be the, more hard than anyone else. Um, more hard. But- <laughs> <laughs> you, <laughs> shut up. Um, but yeah, I don't know. For the most part, uh, we were basically clawing for anything we could find. Because like, I was coming off that metal band, and I, ha- I was like, oh, I have all these connections, and I know all these places, and like, start making phone calls, I start yeah. sending emails, and like, oh, they're closed. Oh, they're closed. Right, yeah. Oh, they're closed. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, I think the last like ho- like straight punk venue in Green Bay closed right around that time too. Uh, Crunchy Frog. Um, okay. that and that was like that place is like mm-hmm. history, history, like you know, like the, the queers and have played shows oh, there. Wow. And yeah, oh yeah, uh, Green Bay Green Bay's like punk punk scene. Oh, yeah, used to be insane. Oh, I bet. Um, yeah. but like, yeah, and then it, I think the, the problems are still happening. I mean, we still have venues closing all the time, like gas, the rip, gasoline, rip the roundup. The, oh, the roundup. Ugh. Oh, wow, okay, Heath. Sure. If
0: you're listening, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> the owner from the roundup, uh, Heath was it was this like a 50 year old guy Fieri looking <laughs> hilarious guy. And like, <laughs> apparently, he it's hard to like get an in with him because he okay, is sure. so judgmental. He like used to drum back in his heyday, and he's like, If you're not good, you're not gonna play there, right? Is like what he would say. And okay. we played there once, and he lost his shit. It was hilarious. And every time we would show up to play that venue, Dude would go nuts. Nice. He would be like, Oh my god, holy shy Octon. he used to say that all the time. Hilarious. What? Don't know what happened to him. Oh. The venue closed.
2: Um I don't know. And he hasn't been to any of our shows lately. Yeah, yeah. we miss you, Heath. Come back. <laughs> um so kinda. I, I gotta
0: tag him in the post to this podcast. <laughs> you should.
1: Um Yeah. Um kinda jumping kinda staying on the topic of like getting shows and stuff, was Milwaukee like ever on your guys' mind? Yeah. As far as getting shows. Yeah, it, it
0: still is. We've played I mean, in Milwaukee. Uh, well, I mean, yeah. we've played a... What do we play? That Planned Parenthood benefit? Mm-hmm. Here, uh, we at play, Club Anything, I think it is. Mm, Something
2: like that. Yeah. Okay, sure. Uh, yeah, we've played... Marks with
0: Macabre. Okay. We that on somebody's porch.
2: The band was Macabre. Yes, that's the... That's <laughs> oh, the, the, oh, the one with macabre. the severed cow head? Okay. Yeah, yeah, Macabre. Yes. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> anyway. doesn't sound like a
1: black metal band to begin with,
2: you think, but... <laughs> Anyway, sorry, I just. That's no, okay. Uh, yeah, the Mark Market and Macabre at the 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 bar. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah, that was good. Co- it starts with a K. I can't remember the name. Um. Anyway, uh, well, there's but, one that we played together. Yeah, yep, at, we played at um, up and under. Up and under. Yep. up and under. Yeah, that place was great. Um, and that's the thing, like easily yeah. the best bar show my band's ever done. Yeah. So yeah. Well, and that's kind of where we're. At, like like it's interesting to bring that. That's kind of where we're at as a band right now is trying to get into the bigger city scenes now and kind of weasel yeah. our way in. Um, you know, because Madison, Milwaukee, and Chicago are kind of like our big targets right now. Yeah. You guys just played Illinois. Well, I don't know if it was Chicago. You guys Harvard.
1: played Harvard. 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 Okay.
2: What was that like? <laughs> gay. It <laughs> was a, pride, <laughs> a pride thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That was a, a gay pride show. We got asked to play because cool. you know, uh, it's it's it's. We, we don't, like, necessarily go out and be like, look at us, we're a band with queers in it. But, um... <laughs> whenever something like that comes up, people tend to think of us just like, oh, you're the one with the singer who... Oh, that's the who, gay yeah. band. Yeah. yeah. Oh.
0: <laughs> it's it's okay, funny. Sure. Yeah,
2: like... <clears throat> Green
0: Bay's bias band? Yes. Was, uh, we are going to get shirts that say too gay for Green Bay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <That'd be> fun, <laughs> really. If you read, um... There's a, one of those pins that I gave you, one of those stickers that were printed for Pride Month. Oh,
1: one says, Sounds like shit. oh it's this um, Yep, so there's rainbow the
0: rainbow one, one, and then that pink the, the, sticker, the if pink you want to read that out loud. No,
1: I'm not going to read it out loud. Okay. Um, <laughs>
0: well, I know what it
3: says. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, we have... There um some lines I won't cross. <laughs> okay, <laughs> all, right, all, right, all, right, all right,
0: cool. All right. Well, cool. So we like, have this song. Um, this is what a train wreck looks like. And when probably we, my
1: favorite. song I would, after re-listening to it on my way down here. It's probably my favorite track off the album.
0: Cool. My ex. <laughs> That's great. I love that. My yeah. ex-girlfriend sang on that song while we were dating. Oh, I
1: forgot to ask who sang the because there's a female part on this. Yep, yeah. yep.
0: Katie Curtis is her name, and she's a good singer.
1: She's a very good singer. She, she's really good on the track.
0: She has never like sang in anything before, and she had like, like a really like against the current Paramore-ish voice.
1: She does. Yeah.
0: So yeah, I thought I it was really good But then we ended up Breaking up anyway And then we kind of Made a pact in the band Like Okay let's not find Another like female singer To replace that Let's uh, Not Was it never Anybody that you're In a relationship with Getting involved In like <laughs> recording Because it's weird Right yeah, yeah. After okay, that Sure So like I, When we did live performances I, I sing those parts Okay Sure And so we made a bit Out of it where we, we turn the microphones So we're facing each other Bill and I And we sing those parts Back and forth And we're like yelling At each other In the middle of the song And at the end We kiss And we <laughs> oh, okay, do that sure. on stage And so people are like Oh 4 or 5 dive That's the gay band <laughs> That's crazy. And at this At the pride show We're like okay Obviously we have to play That song
3: mm-hmm.
0: And unbeknownst to me Bill At the The moment of truth Goes in for this just huge, like sloppy open mouth. Like he smacked his piercings against my teeth. Yeah. It was Ooh. He usually just like quick smooch and then he's done, but not this time.
1: It was a pride thing. I don't we I don't blame to, you. Yeah. I
0: had to go all all out. It was hot. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right. Um
1: I guess that's kinda all that I had well two two more well a couple more questions. Thank you guys so much for coming down here to do this. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, um, thank
0: you I, so much for having us. It's
1: my pleasure. Um, so I know that you guys mentioned uh, new music aside from the split. Um, is there a time frame for when that's gonna be released, or is it too soon to tell? Is uh, Daisy Part Two gonna get it? I actually we
0: say
2: the target. The target date. Maybe. Okay.
0: Um, Not gonna give you a for sure on Daisy Part Two. Okay.
2: Oh, there's okay, <laughs>
0: sure. Um, but summer '19. Okay, <clears throat> sure. It, yeah, it's pretty far out.
2: Right. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I mean, because we're we're uh, we want to make sure like we do, we do it right. Well, I was gonna, gonna say, yeah. Are you
1: guys in the thick of writing stuff right now? And mm-hmm, yeah.
2: Right, yeah, yeah. Bill is. When are you leaving for Germany? I am. I'm gonna be in Germany from August 22nd until uh, September 29th. Okay, sure. So the end of August to September. We're
0: ho- hopefully. We're going to have the bulk of, like, the instrumental, like, actual, like, writing the songs and sure. having them all figured out by the time he leaves. So that when he's gone, we're going to start getting in the studio and actually start tracking. Nice. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and uh, aside, I don't know if you got... Nah, screw it. I actually, I actually didn't do my research about this, but do you guys have any uh, shows coming up? Like for the summer Before Bill leaves oh, oh, We have yeah. a lot yeah. Tons Okay um, sure Any that you can announce Or promote? Yes
0: we're playing tonight At the Reptile Palace In Oshkosh <laughs> Okay um, Which
1: Will probably be After this airs
3: Yeah <laughs> This will air after This will
1: air after
2: um, So if you're a time traveler years. We want to see you there <laughs> <laughs> right. um, uh, What else We've got, we got the it. 29th and 30th uh, yes. Both in Marinette, Wisconsin, actually, like our old, our old hometown, okay, we're sure. popping back up there for some yep. some shows. show on the twenty
0: ninth, and then Rock the Island Music Festival on the thirtieth. Okay, sure. And then Dangerfest Pink and Black Attack on August fourth.
1: Mm hmm. Uh,
0: we've That's, got
1: where is that?
2: Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <It's> somewhere. <laughs> but uh, danger Danger Fest. Um, I know in July we have a few things where we're working on. Like July, oh yeah, th- I f- yeah. I completely fucking skip July. <laughs> I was like, yeah, but then into August. Right, uh, yeah. forget the whole month. I, for sure, we're playing July thirteenth in Green Bay, um, okay. at like a record store, oh, um, right. and then we're playing uh, July twenty-first for uh, Big Sexy's birthday bash or something like that. It's Wait. called. This is news to me. I told, please, no, I, no, I told you about this. The 21st. This to me. <laughs> I, I want to know who Big Sexy is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who Big Sexy is. Off-key just asked me to play it. Um, Honestly,
0: with an invitation like that, you can't
2: say no. Yeah, right, yeah exactly. Keep, keep a, I would say keep an eye out for that one, too, even if you're not from the area, because it's two stages. It's going to be okay, like... Sure. Uh, I know the stage... Big sta- and sexy. It's going to be big and sexy, um, I know there's going to be at least, like, 14 bands, if not more. Um, right, yeah. Okay, sure. It, it's, it's obnoxious. And then also, uh, if you just look up Danger Fest Productions online, that's a 16-band sure, yeah. show. And I think it's, like, it's central Wisconsin. Kind of, I think it's, like, around Stevens Point, and I'm sure if anyone from... Danger Fest production listens to this. They're going to kick us off <laughs> uh, for not for actually, not yeah, for not actually knowing the location. Day. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. um, I'm excited to
0: play that because there's a lot of bands that I want to listen to. Okay, that sure. Yeah, we're playing with like Goodland. I know they're playing.
1: Shout out. Play.
0: Yeah, <laughs> shout out. Yeah, shout out. Also, shout out to I wore this. I, I had Connor on the
1: pocket. You're wearing a Barely Civil shirt. I yeah. just had Connor on the podcast.
0: I know. So that's why I wore it. I was like, Oh yeah, Barely Civil was just on this podcast. Yeah. So I'm gonna wear this shirt. A super nice guy. Yeah. Actually, Tessa's cousin Alex is in Barely Civil. He's oh the no shit. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Awesome. So you know, we
1: kind of know them a little yeah, yeah, bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Sure. Um, and I guess the-, the final question that I have is, I like to feature, um, I like to feature a song by the band or artist that I interview after the episode is over. So is there anything off of? Uh, the our whole life will be a duet that you guys wanted to play, or
0: hmm. anything like that, something off the split, or something off
1: the split. If you guys wanted to do that,
0: if it, hmm. <laughs> if you want to have like the exclusive first listen rights on this, you could. I you have our permission to play the acoustic version of Daisy, as long as you tack on Daisy Part Two at okay, <laughs> the Okay, sure. Whole no, yeah, I can make
1: that work. We probably okay. can make that work. Well, I know Daisy Part 2 is like up right now, mm-hmm. and the split is not coming out until
3: August 3rd. August 3rd. August 3rd. Okay, sure.
1: All right. Um, I'll make a mental note of trying to get both on there. And uh,
0: Daisy Part 2 is like a minute and 30 seconds, So it, and Daisy is shortened up considerably, so it's like pretty much the length of like a long song. Okay, if you Put sure. them both together. Yeah, yeah, that's fine.
1: Yeah, I'll talk to. Um, when my engineer Graham listens to this, I'll send both of them and just be like, "Hey, play those both of these fucking songs." Um, <laughs> thank you so much. So yeah, uh, well, thank you guys so much for coming out and doing this. Um, I look forward to the new music. I look forward to hearing the split when I get home, um, and uh, new music in the hey, near future. Out, yeah,
0: go check out um, Shimulio's album, their EP, Can't Hang. Okay. Because all of their songs that are on that split are from Can't Hang. Okay. And they're sure. all really good. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs>
1: So there you have it, everybody. Many thanks again to Bill and Alex of 4-5-Dive for taking the time out of their day and coming down to the Collectivo in Milwaukee um, to sit and chat about everything that is going on in their lives. Uh, I wish nothing but the best of luck and success to them. and. If 4 or 5 Dive are in your area, you should really check these guys out live, because they're a lot of fun. Uh, and speaking of a lot of fun, we are going to... Well, first, we are going to debut the acoustic version of Daisy Part 1, and then that's going to segue into the acoustic version of Daisy Part 2 off of 4 or 5 Dive's new unplugged split EP with the band Shmuelio. Um If you uh, couldn't tell during the interview, Alex gave me an advanced copy, so I listened to it right after the interview was done, And oh my God, this thing is amazing. Shmuelio's songs included are super cool um, acoustically. So I highly suggest you get this when it comes out in August. And yeah, we're going to play the two songs, Daisy Part 1 and Daisy Part 2, both acoustic. I'm Eddie Aaron Herster, and I will see you guys next time.
3: She'd be fine, she just needed time. Her dad's at home drinking alone, and she's afraid he'll hit her this time. He hasn't been the same since her mother left. She broke his heart and left it bleeding. He's been drowning in it. dear please dry your eyes don't try to hide those bruises we both know he went too far this time But don't forgive anything, Anything. Daisy. Please let's just stop and go. We'll drive till we see palm trees on both sides of. Regret, we won't regret anything. Daisy said, Just shut up and go. We'll drive till we see palm trees on both sides. A full tank of gas When she said to stop the car A mile past the county line And she said we'd gone too far I can still remember her face in the rearview mirror I was running away and I didn't care if she was here You're still living in the trailer that he died in You have a couple kids and a couple of deadbeats to go with them I wonder if you drink your way to dreams of better places I guess I'll never know I guess I'll never know Have made it or would we fall apart? The worst is not knowing. If I would have stayed, could we be saved? Would we grow old or just explode to broken hearts and shattered homes? Would I still end up alone? If you were here, would it be the same? Would I fought harder to maintain a better life? I should have stayed and never left you in. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again.